Hey, what's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is Steve, uh, and I'm here with my co-host, Thorough. Hello! We are the 8-Bit Generation, a.k.a. the 8BG. So, uh, today we're going to be discussing, you know, uh, some things concerning the PlayStation Classic, and then we'll dive a little bit into, uh, Reggie Fizeme's, uh, what about, uh, you know, or his allegations about uh, possibly... <laughs> allegations? <laughs> allegations, possibility. Allegations? Sorry. Not allegations, but, um, the possibility of not having a Nintendo 64 Classic. So, since we're gonna, you know, talk about the PlayStation first, um, let's talk about that. And, um, you know, allegations has to do with legal matters, right? Like, it doesn't just mean... <laughs> right, I used the wrong word on that, that moment. I'm just letting oh. you know. Don't no, worry. thank you for I, I realized that when I said the word, I'm like, you know what? That sounds least. I know what you, like, kinda, what meaning with it, but, but I'm just letting you know. Proper use of that word is definitely not there. Um, okay. Uh, so, are we doing what, what we've been playing? Um, we don't have to do that today, because I think, you know, it hasn't been so long since the last one. So. Oh, but I had, I had something to talk about. Alright, so go ahead. <laughs> Should I? I don't know. You don't sound like I you give, want to talk you, about it. I give you permission. Go ahead. Oh, wow. Um, so, uh, you know me, I always play weird, uh, sometimes obscure RPG games. I don't know if this is obscure, yeah. but, uh, like last year, Square Enix released, uh, Romancing Saga 2 on mm-hmm. iPhones. And turns out they released it everywhere. It's on Steam, it's on, uh, PS4, PS Vita, the uh, Switch, it's everywhere. So, uh, um, the, uh, turn-based strategy PS2 game? Like, no. Like, again? N- no, this is, uh, part of Square's, like, Saga series. And, uh, yeah. It's, it's kind of obscure. They, they, they first had, uh, people might know them as the Final Fantasy, uh, Legends games on Game Boy. But they're mm-hmm. called Saga in Japan. But anyway, um, it's really weird because out of all the weird kind of Super Nintendo unreleased RPGs that kind of you think Square might bring over or whatever, uh, this one is strange. It's not the best. Um, but it's kind of, I like it because it's very different. It's not the usual get your party together and save the world kind of thing. It's more of you have to defeat these like evil heroes from the past and you're just a, you're like a, you're like a emperor and basically whether you die in battle or you complete certain scenarios, you pass on your abilities to the next generation. So you're always changing your cast all the time, which is kind of cool. The game's very open-ended. You just kind of explore. Uh, and it's kind of cool from being like an earlier... This game came out in 1993. So to have this kind of open-ended RPG style, which is something the Saga series is kind of known for. But it's kind of cool to see it early on. Uh, so I'm just playing through that. It's a, it's a bit... It can be difficult at times, and sometimes it's... And I'll tell you, the port is very wonky. Uh, it might feel better on a controller. But uh, the phone, it looks like they just took the Steam version and just threw it on the phone without worrying about, you know, the controls make no sense. 
but um <laughs> you know it's just it is what it is so yeah been playing that it's not cheap it was like fifteen dollars but you know i don't, I don't mind so oh, fifteen dollars yeah i know for a cell phone game <laughs> For a, a, a 1993 oh. cell phone game, well, you said it's from Square. Square uh, it's from Square, so they don't, they don't, they they always charge for their yeah, full I price games. They started, they started charging full price a couple of years ago, right? Like well, not full years. price, but they they charge much more than others. For example, I think Final Fantasy IX on iPhones is twenty one dollars. Um, I think it's personally, I think it's worth it. Because Final Fantasy IX is great, and to have that entire game on your phone, and it plays well actually on the phone. So to be able to play that game anywhere at any time, I think is actually great. It's one of the few games I think I wouldn't pay like I think seven is fifteen dollars, and other games are like twelve dollars. I I pretty much own every Final Fantasy game on the phone except for Final Fantasy VII. So um, yeah, so that's what I've been playing. So on to the on to the main shebang. All right, the main shebang. Well, um, before we go to the main shebang, I guess you know I want to kind of talk about what I was playing a little bit because now, you know, you got me. In the Please movie. don't tell me it's Fist of the North Star. Just, just... All right, so on to our next. <laughs> it is Fist of the North Star. No, no, we yeah. talked about that. <laughs> no more. Wait, hold on. Let me see. Did that plays anything else? Um... You know, you didn't play anything else. <laughs> Alright, so I did not play anything else. I'm still right. playing Fist of the North Star. But, yeah. um, alright, so, pretty much, as we all know, or maybe some of us don't know, uh, Sony announced a uh, PlayStation Classic lineup, you know, following the footsteps of uh, Nintendo's successful uh, product. So, yeah. yeah, everybody's like, doing maybe, it. <laughs> everyone was doing it. <laughs> well, now they've released the full lineup of the games. Uh, Initially, the- they, they released. Final Fantasy Seven, you know the good stuff. Final Fantasy Seven, Metal Gear, or whatever. They didn't even now, say Metal Gear in the original five games. Oh, oh, they didn't. Okay, no. it was five games, but uh, it was um, a couple of good stuff. And now they released the full list. Um, I guess for the sake of the podcast, we can kind of go over what they uh, mentioned. So um, some of the games that they mentioned is uh, let's go over. Every, you want let's go over every game real quick. How about it? Okay, we don't so, have to talk very long on each game, but we can just kind of. You, you know, half of these games, I know we haven't played maybe all of them, so we don't have to go too deep into them, but let's just go right, right so now. I'll preface to saying this. I didn't grow up with a PlayStation, but I know you did. Oh, man. So, you know, I, I would you love to hear. Oh, God. I thought you had a PlayStation growing up at some no, point. Not, not Never? I had a choice between a PlayStation and, N64? and uh, N64, and I was a Nintendo diehard. All right, all right. So oof, I said Nintendo. Oof, oof. I did play PlayStation games as I got, you know, yeah, on. Yeah. I got a PS2 and everything. Okay, but, so, um, yeah, I had PlayStation from <laughs> Jump, right when it, like, 1996 or whatever. I had it pretty early on. Um, to, you know, we couldn't even figure out how to hook it up correctly because it, <laughs> it wasn't, like, the screw into the back, uh, you know those... Yeah, 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 yeah it was... No one, like, we had to do it through the VCR, like, no one knew what to do when we first got these systems. Let me tell you something, for these kids now, if anybody's listening to this and they're, you know, like, a teen or whatever, those red, yellow, and white cords were, like, the HD of our time. They were, and they were not easy, like, you, most regular TVs either didn't have it, so you had to go through your VCR, or something, it was like so, there was so many weird ways, it was just the worst, but once you got it working, oh. You were like, you know, let's play some games. 
Alright, so, uh, I got the full list here in order. You're looking up, uh, you have the main website, right? I'm just on some website. I got, I got the list, though. Alright, okay. right, so it's probably alphabetical order, so we can go through that. In general, uh, before we get into this, I'll just say in general, this is one of the, to me, the worst lineups you could ever get for the system. I, I think it's awful. Um, not the worst lineup. Let me not say that. It's just not a very good one. There's some some great games in here, and a lot of them aren't. There's there's a weird trend going on, which we'll go on to discuss. So, uh, first game is Battle Arena Toshinden. Um, do you know anything about it? I might have played a little bit of it, but I do know some things about it. It was a 3D fighting game with weapons. Yeah. And um, I heard I know the reception is that it didn't play really well. But, you know, it, was, it is one of the first games for... Yeah, it was uh, definitely, I think, a launch game. So, I had it. Um, I rented it from Blockbusters back in the day when that was a thing. And um, it was fun. It was, it was uh, you know, it had its two characters. that One looked like Ryu and one kind of like Ken, you know. They had... Fighting game staples. Yeah, so they had uh, it had weapons, but you really had moves, too, like Fireball, Shoryuken kind of moves. You had that... Uh, it it was fun at the time. I've looked at it recently. It probably doesn't hold up so well now. Um, so, I, but I, I I can see it being a kind of fun to jump in and mess around. But I feel like it's one of those games you'll play once on this collection, and then you probably won't pick it up again. It's not, you know, especially when there's a much, much better fighting game down the list. Um, so, that's Battle Arena Toshinden. I think they could have subbed it out for a better game. Um, oh, definitely. Maybe even Soul. Uh, Soul. What's the first Soul game? Soul, Soul Edge. Soul Edge. Yeah, PlayStation had that. That's, that was probably a better game, or maybe Dead or Alive, or something more relevant. Actually, I, I would I would have said they could have a subset for uh, Street Fighter Alpha Three. That came on the PS. Right. PS3. That version of that. Yeah. That's a very good version. That, I mean, the only problem is that the animations and stuff don't hold up very well. Like back then, no, you might have not known, but if you look at it now, the animations like to save the memory and stuff. Uh, you know, but maybe like, but, but you're thinking, right, like maybe some sort of Street Fighter, even I would have took the EX series, which some people don't like, but I, I actually enjoy the EX series. Um, next is Cool Borders 2. What the fuck? I, like, I, I've, I've played this. I've, once again, I've rented this. And it's, it's one of those games you don't remember. Like, I've played it, and I'm like, you know, oh, it was probably fun, but then, like, okay. Is that really what people think of when PlayStation? And I can say, right now off the top of my head, licensing agreements aside, I can think of a better game. Right now. I know. Everybody can say. Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk 2. What were you talking about? <laughs> I said Jet Moto. I'm like, I'm thinking, okay, Jet Moto. Wow, but even, yeah, I agree with that too. But I was thinking more like extreme sports, right? Even though Jet Moto is kind of extreme, I guess. I don't know. But Tony Hawk, how do you not, Tony Hawk 2, which was one of the games that people, you know, associate with PlayStation. I mean, I know it came out on everything, but that doesn't make the fact that it, you know, it did come out on PlayStation. You know, even if you, if you just want to go specifically PlayStation, use the first Tony Hawk. I, I mean, you know. I know they have remakes and stuff, but that that just seems weird. Um, yeah, I, I never played uh, Cool Borders two, but I definitely played Cool Borders three. And like you said, it's it's an okay game. You know, I, I had fun when I was a kid, but definitely I don't think when I think of Cool Borders, 
But I do think of PlayStation is the, it's just the only system I've played it on. Right. I don't think of it as a whole. Like it doesn't represent. Yeah, this is, this doesn't like this doesn't mean PlayStation to me. It's it's bad. And I know some of these collections have bad games, but this is this is like ridiculous. All right. So next. <laughs> so that's already. So we already went through two games, which we would probably replace with better games. All right. So third game, Destruction Derby. Um, I haven't played. I've played it. Because I think I, it came with the demo to PlayStation. Um, mm-hmm. I know there was a Destruction Derby 2, which I believe was much better than the first one. Mm-hmm. So this is part of a trend that I've said that's going to kind of happen where there's better versions of the games on the same system, but they just released the first one. Mm-hmm. You know, and that has people thinking, oh, maybe they'll release another update or another PlayStation Classic or whatever. But this is just like... Um, this is another game where I could just say, I mean, it's not a destruction type game, but it is a racing game. Where is Gran Turismo? How is that, how is that not? How is Gran Turismo wanting to right? They don't understand that. that how, that's a, a huge omission because I remember back in the day, I didn't. I mean, I may not have grown up with uh, PlayStation in my household, but, but everybody knew of that, right? <laughs> Yeah, I have friends who've had PlayStations, and um, I had a cousin who loved the hell out of Grand um, Grand Turismo. I didn't even like racing games. I didn't even like racing games, but I would play that just because it looked so good, and it was like this was the game to play. I mean, Grand Turismo is a flashy title that screams PlayStation. PlayStation. It's it's an exclusive. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like that's an exclusive, and it's it, it belongs to Sony. Right, so it's very, very puzzling how that game is not on here. So, um, alright. The next game. So, so far, we're we're three for three with games that shouldn't be on here. So, this next game is definitely uh, a game that is gonna be on here, and regardless of what people feel about it. Final Fantasy VII, um, is, I'll say what the general consensus about it is nowadays from most people. It's not the best Final Fantasy. We all know that. It's probably not even the best Final Fantasy for PlayStation. But it is the most important Final Fantasy that was on PlayStation. It might be the most important Final Fantasy. Because it brought most people into like the cinematic type games. I mean, Final Fantasy... I remember playing it. I was in the 6th grade. And it, it, everybody I knew was playing it. Was going through it. And... No one had before this played these kind of games that much. I mean, like, no one played the previous Final... Not many people played Final Fantasy VI or, yeah, or three. Really you know, I did play Chrono Trigger and stuff, but, but this was like the first look... To me, this was like the first next-gen RPG, like with the cinematics and, and it was just, you know, it was, it was way more important for what it did at the time. Um, going, and I, actually I replayed it a little bit on the, the Steam version. And it—it's obviously it's very jankly and janky and kind of poorly translated, but uh, it—it still kind of can grip you. Like it's not the story still kind of grips you in the beginning, and the characters, you know, they're not. I like the characters. Um, it's definitely not the best Final Fantasy on PlayStation. I think that's Final Fantasy Nine, and some people might say like Final Fantasy Tactics. Uh, and some people might say Final Fantasy VIII, but that's a whole nother can of worms. But this, this game definitely had to be on here. Like, this was a guaranteed, you knew this game was gonna be on here. And I think it, it deserves this place. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. 
Yeah, I definitely played a little bit of Final Fantasy VII. Um, I didn't finish it, but I played a good amount of it. Right. Um, I, I beat it like three times, so I, I know. <laughs> you know. But um, it's definitely an important game, like you said, because it really turned the tide yeah. in terms of what people expect from RPGs and video games in general. Right. And also, it made uh, Square Enix realize, or at the time Squaresoft, it made them realize um, how much of a, uh, how big of a market the American market was. Like, it was no longer just like some, you know, niche market. Where right. It, 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 it brought about the RPG boom, basically. RPG exactly. started flying after, after this game. With a lot of, RPG. with a lot of silver hair protagonist, I mean, antagonist. There was a lot of Sephiroth looking. Well, well, a lot of the villains were like Sephiroth after that game came uh-huh. out. I can think of like, Legend of Lagaya's last boss was like that. Uh, Breath Fire Four's last boss was Silver Head. I'm not, you know, they just seem to have that trend. But um, I this is a a funny kind of omission too, actually, on Sony's end because they have the rights to this game too. Is uh, not to put it instead, but they created Sony created a game just to rival Final Fantasy VII. It looked a lot like Final Fantasy VII, and it had four discs. It was epic. It's called Legend of Dragoon. Um, I heard about that. I, I bought it. I didn't like it too much, but there are some people that really love the game. It's kind of a game I might like give a second shot at maybe one of these days, but, but still to me for that being a Sony thing, that was definitely a Sony PlayStation game. Like people, some people love it. And the fact that it's not on here is kind of funny too. All right. Let's move on to the next game. Um, uh, <laughs> yes. Grand Theft Auto. So, the first uh, one. <laughs> I haven't played the first one. I, th- I probably played maybe one of the sequels. Everybody's um, played one of the briefly. sequels. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not, not, right, you not mean Grand Theft Auto Two? Like the Grand Theft Auto Two, yeah. Or the, London, uh, or whatever one they made. Yeah, something like that. I probably played that a long time ago. Barely remember, but um, it's an important game. Um, you know, I really feel Grand Theft Auto, as we all know. They didn't really get a stride until three. the PlayStation 2 era. Until 3 came out. Grand Theft Auto 3 came out. And that was really set Grand right. Theft Auto ablaze and changed the industry. I personally think that this is a... This is kind of a cheap tactic to me. Because oh, yeah. it's, it's, it's putting that GTA name on it. And then when you... Most people... GTA didn't become a thing, like we said, until 3. Until it was in 3D. Uh... I played very little of it, but the reason was because I didn't care for it. It was kind of, it does have those elements of getting in the car and running people over and kind of going crazy, but it's just not, it's overhead view and it really makes it not as thrilling as it does in full 3D. And literally, this is so you can put on a box like GTA. Oh man, you know, and so, and this is gonna catch some people that didn't have the PlayStation or whatever, or they might want to see what it is. It's gonna definitely get them to bite it a little bit, but it's, it's terrible. I think it's not, a, I think that this could have been another game. Nah, I'm not gonna pick you know anything game, you, specific. You know what game could have replaced it? What? The driver. driver. Yeah! <laughs> Should have been here. Driver. Good, good choice, bro. Been on that. I'm Cause I driver. love me I some driver. driver. I love me some drivers. Should have been in this game. Except for that beginning, that beginning training thing is stupid. But mm-hmm. that's like the first game that's kind of locked behind a tutorial. You have to beat. You don't even. You don't even know how to like. Not that it took us forever. Like everybody gets through it, but it's kind of like you can't even drive the game until you get past that tutorial, which is it's kind of tough. But no, driver is definitely 
definitely should have been on it instead of Grand Theft Auto. Wait, that, that, see, I didn't even think of that. That was a great, that was a great one. Uh, all right, let's move on to the next one. We're at twenty. Okay, good. All right. Intelligent Cube. Um, I've seen commercials for this game. I know it's a puzzle game where you're running around and has something to do with cubes, but that's all I know. I have no, I have nothing to say about it. I don't, I don't know if it was good or bad. Uh, I, I heard it was good. I mean, the reception that I've kind of glanced over, I heard it was good. But in terms of the impact of the PlayStation, I don't know. It's definitely not one of the games I would consider. I don't know, but I, that's because I haven't played it. It might be one of those games that people are like, "Oh God, I love it," you know. But I've never mm-hmm. played it, so yeah. I'm not gonna. I, I'm. It's to the point where I can't even say it shouldn't be on here. I can still think of games I would rather put, but I just don't know anything about it. I think we'll put a pass on this one because yeah, that's why I played it. We don't really know much about. Maybe it. if I ever get this classic, which I'm not sure I will, and I play it, then I can decide. But at this point, you know, I'm not. But, gonna but here's the thing, though. Even if you haven't played it, at least you would know if it had impact or not. I don't know anybody who has played it either, so yeah. I mean, you know, I have never so heard like, anybody you know, talk I feel about. Funny's like, like, hey, we just have this game, uh, let's put it in there, give it a puzzle game. It just seems like a very weird game to put on. I mean, you have so much they other had, options. They probably had 19 games and they were probably like, you know what, we needed to make an even 20. Uh, no, that can't be the reason. <laughs> That day, somebody, somebody likes this game a lot and just pushed it on there, I guess. Alright, let's move to the next one. Um, Jumping Flash. Um, another game I've heard of. I don't really know much about it. Alright. Um, from what I've heard, people enjoy it, but uh, I think maybe you played it, right? Yeah, I, it was one of my favorite games when I got the PlayStation. Um, I rented it, of course. And, uh, I rented it and its sequel, Jumping Flash 2. I don't remember which one's better. They're very similar. Uh, maybe, Jumping Flash 2 is probably better. In this generation, the sequels to games were a lot better than the originals a lot of the time. Because developers finally got a chance to like use the system and stuff like that. They knew better, whatever. Um, it's a first-person shooter that has you in this robotic rabbit that can jump really high. Um, so, I think it definitely is a nostalgic selection. That, you know, you're gonna get some of these. It was one of the original, like, launch games. It wasn't 3D, so it was one of the first 3D experiences I ever played. Um, I, I, I don't know if it's really good or bad. I just know it's kinda there. But I think it does belong on this, cause it does to me scream PlayStation. So, that's the awesome. question. Um, when, when did the game come out? I'm pretty sure, I don't know, I think it's a launch game. If it's not, it was very close to launch. Um, the graphics definitely won't hold up and stuff, but obviously that's that's kind of the issue with this whole thing. Um, let me see. Jumping Flash came out in 1995, so okay, so yes, yeah, yeah. So pretty, pretty, pretty much, pretty much a launch game. Yeah. So I'm not gonna disparage it. You you kind of need some of these games on there, I think. That's one of them that gets a pass for me. I don't think it needs to be replaced or whatever. Maybe the sequel should have been here instead. I think it might be better. I just can't remember because I haven't played those games in 20 years. <laughs> so, um, next game is the big one. We don't have to spend much time on this one because we all know it deserves to be here. Metal Gear Solid, 100%. This game's going to be on here. It's you know, it changed gaming. It made games kind of seem to be able to tell like very realistic stories with 
huge production values, voice acting, and all, you know, it just did so much. Metal Gear was just, everybody I knew played Metal Gear and associated Metal Gear with being, like, a PlayStation classic. There's, and it really em- emphasized uh, stealth and uh, games, and then right after that, a lot of games started doing Started stuff doing stealth, yeah. Like, Siphon filter. So we can um, we can blame it for putting bad stealth sections in games, probably or something. I don't know. <laughs> oh, definitely. But yeah, you know, the game, like, it, it's it's a, it revolutionized gaming and it really right. changed the landscape. So uh, I mean, there's not much to say about it. It's, it's important. I played. I, I didn't play the PlayStation one. Right. But I did play the Twin Snakes version, which I know people kind of. Uh, don't yeah, don't cutscenes. Don't you can't. But, no, there's two reasons you can't bring that only. It's not because it's just the cutscenes, but. That game uses the Metal Gear Solid 2 engine, so, yeah. so the first person shooting was not a thing, which changes the difficulty of the game, and it kind of changes the whole game. Uh, also, you have full life. You have like this full health bar. In the original Metal Gear, your health bar was really small at the beginning, and every boss you, you defeated gave you more health. Yeah, so it, it was different. I, I played the Twin Snakes version too. I like both of them, but, but definitely the original, I think it's better. Uh, in terms, especially the voice acting, they redid all the voices for Twin Snakes. The original, I think, is a little more authentic. Uh, it's kind of hard. Actually, what's funny? The, the first memory I have of Metal Gear was when um, I went to this video game store that used to be in the Coliseum, and I remember seeing um, the Codex scene, and I was just so amazed with like how you know it wasn't very animated, but how well it looked. Like it looked like some it looked like something really serious. And, right. Um, it was really dope. Like I didn't really know what it was at the time until much many years later or and, a year or two later. And but uh, it was really awesome. And yeah, and I uh, and a quick note too is just how awesome that game breaks the fourth wall. I'm not even going to talk about the the boss battle, but one of the things mm-hmm. you had to do was call Meryl in the game, and the only way to call her was to look her codec the game would tell you is on back of the on back of the game box that you bought so that was the only and literally there it is like they show it to the so like you had to actually look at that you know this is before the internet and stuff so you know without that you wouldn't have been able to call her i don't know if they eventually just give it to you but that was kind of like that was just a little hint at the craziness of kojima but anyway um next game mr driller Never played it. Uh, I've played it. It's a puzzle game, again. So, I wasn't a big puzzle game player if it wasn't Tetris. Uh, I can't really comment on it or a game that should replace it. I don't, I remember it being on a Dreamcast and stuff. But people, people, I, when I heard people really like Mr. Like, it's a good game. So, mm. you know, is it, is this something I would replace it with? Of course. But you need, you need your puzzle games, you know. Yeah. Um, Maybe not three I mean, one, of them. I, I don't. I don't want. I don't want to spoil the list. But yeah, definitely, like you said, three of them. I think they're <laughs> three. Of them. Uh, I think it's enough puzzle games, right? <laughs> I think maybe one or two. I, I would say maybe one. I think two. I think two. I think two All puzzle right. games. Well, we'll, yeah. get, we'll, we'll get to the final one and we'll talk about that. Next game. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, Our World Abe's Odyssey. Um, I've heard good things about the game. I don't think I've. I don't think I've played it. Okay. Um, but I do know it was kind of revolutionary for its uh, graphics, um, and as well as the animation. Yeah. Uh, so I played it. Uh, never beat it, but I played it. It's an it's an adventure game. Uh, very unique, very creative. Uh, it's two D. It's similar to these older games. It, it has a similar style to these games, like Flashback. I don't know if you ever played that. Um, 
But there's these games that have, like, the characters have these really smooth, an- like, they have these animations, oh, like, but... Like, like Prince of Persia. Yeah, yeah, exactly, like that. So, it's very much in that style where a triangle, if you hit the triangle, a jump button, you're gonna jump a certain distance forward mm-hmm. all the time, so, you know, and... You're gonna complete the whole right. animation. <laughs> so, this game was more about rescuing uh, your your Madokin brothers or whatever, and, you know, you're like a slave working at this thing, and you have to, like, free yourself. And uh, it had some pretty cool puzzles. It had this ability where you can mind control the enemies and do stuff with them. And it also had this uh, talking thing where you had to talk to your fellow uh, Madokins, that's what they're called or whatever, to to guide them to safety. Like, you can tell them to stop, follow you, you know, wait here. You could make them, you can hit them around and stuff like that. Um, I think the sequel's better. It definitely had more in it. I don't know if it was much better, but this one they were they were pretty similar. So I think either this one or the you know or Abe's Exodus you keep. But this is definitely worthy of a spot here. Um, so I'm there's nothing no nothing bad about that. Um, next game. Looking Rayman. Rayman. Have you played the original Rayman? I have played the original Rayman, probably not on the PlayStation, but I have played it. Um, yeah, I think it's definitely. Important. Where'd you play it? Um, you know, um, didn't they release it on the Game Boy Advance? Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I played a little bit of that. Not that the Game Boy, the Game Boy Advance version is actually pretty, but mm-hmm. this is one of the games. Rayman is a very good inclusion on this package because. And it, it, instead of its sequel, which is still a great game, Rayman 2 is very good. But Rayman 2 is in 3D, wouldn't look so good. This is the original 2D, very pretty, bright colors. Uh, it looks great. Uh, and, you know, it's definitely, I think, a game worthy inclusion. Um, Rayman's ridiculously hard. <laughs> um, it is very difficult 2D platformer, but, uh, I think it's very, very good choice from them. Um, I, you know, it was one of the, yeah, has animated scenes and stuff like that. And, you know, music's pretty good. Uh, it's great. Um, it's, it's just that it's difficult. You know, it's one of those games where you will restart a lot of the time just because you have to make sure you save every life and stuff like that. You have limited continues and, and you have to get everything to get the real ending. So, uh, Looking at the list, let me just double check one more time. Um, I would include one more other platformer. I would still keep Rayman, but I'd keep another platformer, mm-hmm. and that would be Tomba. Oh, right. I've never played those, and I've heard great things about Tomba and Tomba yeah. 2. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would have like, had that. I don't know why they were able to get it. Um, they are. They just didn't put it on. The, if, to me, it's like Gran Turismo. <laughs> There's games that they're, they're selling on the PlayStation Store that they could mm-hmm. probably say, okay, we'll license. You know, they, they just didn't do it for whatever reason. All right, next, let's 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 move up. Let's try to move a little bit quicker. Let's see. Um, Resident Evil. That's Resident Evil Director's Cut. You can see why it's on there. It's the original. I think Resident Evil Two would have been much better, especially with the coming remake coming out. I think it would have been good to see the classic, but. You know, whatever. It's fine, right? There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, next game, Revelations Persona. This is again similar to me to Grand Theft Auto. Uh, 
<laughs> where Persona really didn't pick up until three, four, and five. Where mm-hmm. I don't, and I'm not saying the originals aren't good because they're decent. I played a little bit. Um, I just don't think that they, they obviously didn't. People don't talk about the original Personas for, you know, because they just didn't, you know, set the world on fire like the new ones did. Um, and I think they're just doing that to say, oh, Persona's on this. You know, Persona, the games that you know what I mean. So. Yeah, this is one that yeah, the Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, exactly. I think it's very similar to that. So, you know that that could have been replaced with a myriad of RPGs. I mean, if I had to throw one out, what 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 RPG would you sweep it into easily? Probably one of the best RPGs on PlayStation. Uh, There's still a lot of things like Alundra is a really good game that uh, you know is really good Zelda type. Game that I think could have been on it. That might have been more of a licensing thing, but once again, they're still selling it on, you know, PlayStation Network. Um, but I think that that's a game. just the way it is is timeless. The graphics are 2D, so it's not, you know, it doesn't look bad. So, you know. Anyway, uh, Ridge Racer Type 4. I haven't played that, but, um, you know, I think there was a time when <laughs> every console generation assured a new. Ridge Racer. It was usually PlayStation, yeah. Well, PlayStation, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, every PlayStation game has a Ridge Racer game on launch, I think, or just about. Ridge Racer 4 is the best of the Ridge Racers, by far. It's actually really good. I remember playing it a lot. Um, the original Ridge Racer had, like, two tracks, but it was just a launch game, so you didn't care or whatever. It was 3D. It was mm-hmm. cool. Ridge Racer 4 has much more tracks. The graphics are really nice. It plays really good. Um I see how they got the one of the best. Ver- I don't know if it's yeah, the best version of it. it is the but best version of the game. They got the best version for that, but not for the other games. Yeah, there's crazy. a lot of other games where yeah, that's what I was kind of crazy. So, um, Super Puzzle Fighter Two Turbo. Okay, here's the thing. Here's how I feel about it. I played a little bit of it. You know, not, not um, it's all right. I'm not you know crazy for it. Right. But you know, again, this is the third puzzle game, so I definitely <laughs> would have had. Cut out Mr. Driller, and I just kept Intelligent Cube and Super Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo. As a, we're only keeping Intelligence Cube because we don't know about it. <laughs> because, huh? So we're oh, only yeah, we're only keeping IQ because we don't know if it's good or bad. Exactly. Uh, and then on top of that too, again, it goes kind of to what I was saying before. You know, definitely Street Fighter Alpha 3 should have been on here. If I, if there's only one Super, if there's only one Street Fighter game that had to be here, right. it had to be Street Fighter Alpha series. You know, so this game, I think, I don't think it's, it's kind of, again, I think it's maybe the same thing, like maybe like Relevations Persona and well, that Auto where they just wanted like a, a game out there. I'll but say, I'll say that I know, I, I enjoy Super Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo. People really like that game. So it's one of the games where I hear people talk about actually. Now, I don't know if it's PlayStation specific because I know there's other versions. But it is a it is a game that people do fondly remember. I remember in high school, uh, kids were playing it like crazy. I went away to boarding school, but some kids had it on their computer, emulated, and they played it all the time. So I mean, you know, I didn't enjoy it as much because I don't really like puzzle games that much. So, but you know, that ain't for me. All right, let's let's get to the next game. Um, Siphon Filter. So, like we were saying before, Metal Gear Solid, Metal Gear Solid. Brought about a wave of these a new lot of clones and these people who want to do like this cool spy kind of you know thriller thing or right. so, like something similar to Metal Gear and definitely Siphon Filter is one of them. Have um, you played the original? I might have played a little bit of it at some point. 
can't remember much of it. Uh huh. But um, well, I don't remember. So my memory of Cypher Fields is very Asian. I remember. Uh, have you played it? Yeah. Well. I haven't played the full game, so I know like there's three Siphon filters on PlayStation. I don't know which one's the best. I know the original had a demo that you know PlayStation has so many demo discs, and so you just you get a taste of every game almost. So I played the demo maybe a million times. It was enjoyable. It was enjoyable shooter kind of running around, th- you know, third person shooter. Uh, I think the, it was a train level. Um, but it wasn't enough that I said I wanted to buy this game, you know what I mean? So, um, I really just kind of didn't care for it. I will tell you one thing. It, it does, it is a PlayStation game. It's one of those classics, I think. Mm. Uh, yeah, the, I believe that's what the, the weirdest thing about Siphon Filter is the guy's run animation. Uh, it, it, it just looks weird. I that is the one thing I remember from that game. His legs I don't know if it just looked like his legs were detached from his upper body. So they just moved in a weird way that didn't look natural. But that's about my memory of Siphon Filter. But I, I would say it should be on here. Like why not? Um, All right. um next game. Next game mm-hmm. Tekken three. Uh this game definitely deserves to be on this list. Mm-hmm. Um Again, as I said before earlier, I didn't grow up with a PlayStation, right. but I had a lot of relatives who did have PlayStation, and one of the games we played a lot was Tekken 3. 3. So I do have a very nostalgic core for Tekken right. 3, and um, I love the hell out of that game. Like there was, it, it was, you know, we were, we were we were kids back then, so we weren't, you know, you know, we didn't know much about the moves or whatever like that, but we had a blast playing it. The game looked great, it looked mm. incredible for its time. Mm. Had a lot of different options in terms of like um. You had the volleyball game. Um, I'm not, I think you had the beat em up section two in that game, if I remember correctly. So, yeah, Tekken 3 was amazing. It had a lot of interesting secret characters. It looked, like you said, it looked great. I think it ran at 60, maybe not 60 frames, but yeah. it might have, but Some of the the, stuff the game was doing it was looked really fantastic. It had great music. Every character had like a specific 3D animated ending. Um, like you said, it had Tekken Force mode, which was like this two D, yes, this this this, this beat 'em up Tekken mode. Force. Like Oof, the game gave you everything that you yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know if you could use and I got, and that it's like that's one of the games that you got and it, you felt like it gave you everything it, in the kitchen sink. It was like, weird because I had a choice to buy Street Fighter Alpha or Tekken Three, and I bought Street Fighter Alpha and it played it a lot and stuff. But then when I got Tekken Three later on, I we just couldn't put Tekken 3 down. I mean, the like the Tekken ball mode, like you said, w- which was yeah. like, it was just, there was so much content in that game. Um, it was amazing. It's like, yeah. hands down. This is the game that even they apparently knew that they couldn't put Tekken 1 or 2 on this. <laughs> like, I'm, sur- I'm, sur- I'm, I'm surprised that, I'm surprised yeah, I'm surprised they didn't put Tekken 1. Like, yeah, But definitely this game is worth being this this, place, this game has earned its place. In you game. you yeah, and I think you would you know this is and I think it's it still plays great. Like I recently just mm-hmm. played Tekken three because uh, it was at like a laundry mat somewhere for some reason, and it still plays great. I mean, it still doesn't look bad or anything. It was arcade version, but this is much better than the arcade version. So Tekken three, fantastic. Next game, thumbs up. 
Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six. Um, so I didn't play that game as a kid. I watched someone play it uh, when I was away at camp. One of the counselors had it, and it mm-hmm. looked very bad. It looked awful. It didn't look good at all. And I remember reading a review for it. I don't know if it was uh, EGM or it was, a, but I, I remember it getting pretty bad reviews because the first person shooter controls just didn't work on the original PlayStation very well. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was still kind of tactical. It was just not, not good. And this again is one of, is having the name of something, you know, it's like Grand Theft Auto again. Let's just put the original Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six because people like Siege and the new game out in Vegas. Oh, yeah, they'll remember that. So let's just throw this version on there. I think it's complete, utter garbage. I don't even think of a game to replace it. Like, you can replace it with anything. I, like, doesn't. I, I'll tell you this. I, the only, I didn't play Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six for PlayStation. And when I hear PlayStation, I don't really think of Rainbow Six. Um, but that's just me. I don't know. No, no. This, I don't care what anybody. I don't care if anybody want to argue this shit. The game but should not be game, on there. The <laughs> game I would replace it with is Tomb Raider. <laughs> Why? Tomb Raider, I I think. No, I just think like at the end of this, we'll just get to some just bizarre omissions like that. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. that's that. That's a bizarre omission. You know, it, like I don't understand why right. any I, of the Tomb Raiders. Like said, you, you want if you want some shooting. You know, I know you got, you got your games already, but if you want some shooting, you know, even though Tomb Raider is more about its exploration and kind of adventure, it just should be on here. Everybody it knows the original. Be on there. Oh, that's like all right. So let's get to the next one. I, right. I think this one is definitely belongs, definitely uh, deserves to be on the PlayStation Classic. Twisted Metal. <laughs> I mean, I disagree, a hundred percent. Yeah. Okay, why do you disagree? Because this is similar to the other games. Twisted Metal oh, is okay. okay. Yeah. Twisted Metal is an okay game. But Twisted Metal 2, and I, some people like 3, I don't like 3, I thought 4 was okay. But Twisted Metal 2 is a hundred percent, million times better game. Like, Twisted Metal was okay. Twisted Metal 2 was like classic. Like, we used to play Twisted Metal 2 all the time. I had, we had, I had both games. Twisted Metal 1 wasn't a game like I played until Twisted Metal 2 came out. But when Twisted Metal 2 came out, Oh my god, did we play this game all the time. So many one-on-ones and just going through the story mode and everything. And I just said, like, why is the original Twisted Twist Like, you made the correct choice with Tekken 3. How did you miss this? There's nobody that would say the original Twisted Metal is better than Twisted Metal 2. Mm-hmm. I mean, for Christ's sake, some of the... You can unlock, like, three of the Twisted Metal 2... Original stages in Twisted Metal 2. Like, so, like, just put Twisted Metal 2 in there. Like... Oh my god, that, that one I just seen that and I said, like, is unbelievable. Yeah, that I agree with you on. Um, I, I, I played part one and part two, um, but I definitely know a lot of people regard part two as, uh, it's just, it's, it's not even so, close, bro. It's just, mm-hmm. like, Twisted Metal yeah, so, 1 is definitely an, <coughs> like, an earlier game, like, the character portraits are, like, of real people and stuff like that. <laughs> It's like, it's very wonky, you know. Yeah. I remember the game being pretty flat overall. You know, like Twisted Metal 2 took you all over the world, had much more interesting stages and secrets. Like, mm-hmm. it was just so much better that this game, I just, I just, I'm just shocked. I'm shocked. But, you know, it is what it is. Let's finish and up. And last, and, uh, with the games. Game. Yeah, so, um, 
<laughs> Wild Arms. Um, this is more your territory. So. Yeah, I figured. Uh, I don't know if I consider this a, it is a PlayStation specific classic game. Um, and I think a lot of people do think of it as, a, you know, it was one of, it was, it did come out before Final Fantasy 7, so, and I, you know, I played it, I bought it, I beat it. Uh, I enjoyed it. It had one of the best anime, uh, openings with, uh, just this like western whistling thing going on. Uh, it's, it's but it's a typical RPG, it has some cool puzzle elements. Uh, I think it's worthy of being on here. It's definitely better than Wild Arms 2. Uh, Wild Arms 2 is a little weird. Uh, but it seems like it's okay, you know. Alright, so let's get let's... to the omissions. Alright, so. <laughs> you already mentioned Tomb Raider. Um, what else did we mention? Uh, Driver. Right. Uh, and I think we mentioned one more. Uh, Gran Turismo. Yeah, so those are like the glaringly stupid omissions, like, uh, that, that they just don't, whoever made this list just doesn't understand life. I, I don't, I don't care. They just don't get it. Um. So, off the top of my head, I have a couple more that we can probably discuss it. And you can, you know, of course, chime in with anything you come up with. Alright, we're at 45 minutes, by the way, right now. So, you know. <laughs> so, alright, so we have, we're missing Spyro. Right. Crash Bandicoot. Right. Um, Castlevania. Mario Crash Bandicoot. Castlevania. Oh, yes. Castlevania <laughs> Symphony of the Night. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? You you, they, you don't have that? Like, to me, that is... Oh, my God. That is such... That, uh, and I'll tell you the only reason I don't think that game is on here is because of the collection that just came out. I think that's the reason why a lot of those games aren't on here. Now, I, I, I and I'm wondering if they just told Sony like, nah, we, you know, since we're releasing these games. But to me, it's like those those games are different. Well, not the Castlevania one because that's literally the same game with just a new translation. But the Spyro and the Crash Bandicoot games that are remade, they're not the same. I mean, they they're better looking. They might have new things. But there's, you know, the point of the PlayStation Classic is playing these games as they were. The perfect, like, their original perfect way. And I think it's a shame that if the remakes are the reason that a few of these games aren't on there, then that's a that's a big shame. Um, like I said, there's, to me, uh, there's an omission of lots of RPGs, of course. I could go on for days. Uh, I think the Breath, of, the Breath of Fire series is completely missing. And Breath of Fire 3... I know a lot of people really enjoy 3 and 4. Um, plus they were PlayStation exclusives. I mean, one of the first PSP games that they, you know, people, was Breath of Fire 3 that people, you know, uh, when they announced the PSP and stuff. Uh, like I said, Sweeken and 2, the Sweeken and series 1 and 2, n- neither one of those, any one of those could have been on here instead of some of this garbage. Uh, any other omissions? There, there's a lot of games obviously omitted. Like, there's some yeah, games yeah, that, yeah. I've seen people make lists of games like I would like to have tried, like Einhander, which was this shooter on, uh, this Square Enix shooter that they made. It was really interesting and really hard to find. Or, uh, Vagrant Story. Was it Vagrant Story? Yeah. yeah. That, that was supposed to be a really interesting type game that I've had. I've tried it a little bit, but I think I was too young to kind of grasp how to really get into it. Um, there's no tactical games. What? And I know uh, this, this game is missing. I know it might be a little bit more difficult to have it play on modern TVs, but Parappa the Rapper. 
Like, see, I think, and yeah, I agree that or to me, I'm Jammer Lammy maybe because at least Parappa the Lapper, yeah, Parappa the Rapper, uh, you know, I could see them saying, well, there's there's this remade version if you want that, you know, because they did remake it for yeah, they did do the HD version. I, I know. That's that's why I said at least at least have um General Lammy. I mean, but then you know what you know why this is partially you know why that remake idea is bullshit because Odd World has a remake that not Odd World Abe's Odyssey is remade and you can play it on your PS3 and PS4 right now like the remake version. So you, we could all we, we could just say they just didn't include some of these games and I don't think Parappa the Rapper is a licensing thing. They just didn't include that. They just didn't include that shit because, you know, it's a short game. It's very simple, but like it is very important. I, you know, I, I just don't, I don't get it. All right, so let me ask you a question. Do you think Sony has something up its sleeve? So they're they're releasing the PlayStation, this PlayStation Classic with the games that we mentioned for a hundred dollars. Personally, I don't think it's worth a hundred dollars because a lot of it is like you know, kind of, even though they're they're. I guess decent games in their own right. A lot of it's just bloating the lineup. And oh um, man, I just looked up a list of I, some games that we didn't mention, real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know it's because of the way they released it with the original PlayStation controller, but fucking Ape Escape, like Ape, Ape, Ape Escape, Escape is well, so I, good. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like like you mentioned, the controller. They they didn't they didn't go with the DualShock one for some dumb reason, but. You know, I get the authenticity and maybe keep costs down, but Ape Escape is one of the best 3D platforming games on the PlayStation. Um, real quick, another game that they didn't put on, like we said, Tony Hawk. We, you know, uh, Chrono Cross, which is one of the best RPGs on the oh, system. Yeah, of course. Uh, they didn't do that. And another Konami game that they didn't, Silent Hill. Now, Silent Hill, to me, it's very PlayStation, you know. Even the fog <laughs> that the PlayStation 3D games have is used as a mechanic in the game. I mean, it's, you know. So, all right. So, I think we got all the games that should be on there out of the way. So, you said, do you think they have something up their sleeves? Yes, because personally, I think they may be releasing another version of it. Like, so they're, doing, they're kind of doing what Nintendo maybe hasn't done yet, or maybe might not do. Like release. So they might. Release a second version of it, like oh, maybe like you know the PlayStation Classic DualShock Two or right, right, you know, right. Um, they maybe online. So, oh man, I forgot about forgot about Wipeout and Clonoa. So many good, better games out there. So, <laughs> so much better games to put on this list. Um, so do I think? I don't know. I think this is. I think Sony's getting ahead of themselves again, and this is what happens when they start winning. Like it's it's kind of hands down that they they beat Xbox's generation, right? Like we could kind of say they did. So similar to like in the PS2 era, they start getting kind of this cocky cockiness. Like when they went on to announce the PS3, yeah, this is six hundred dollars, and yeah, you'll buy it because you like PlayStation, and people didn't. You know what I mean? And so they learned their lesson coming in the PS4, saying, okay, we're gonna make it cheaper, and we're gonna make it play games and do the regular stuff. Everything you want, and we're gonna have great exclusives. And now that to me it's, you know, the scene, now that they're on top, you know, the thing, remember the whole Fortnite debacle where they wouldn't let people play with certain other, like Xbox? And Xbox is like, we'll do anything now, cause we, we, they're sucking now, you know what I mean? So they'll do anything. So I think Sony with this is like, 
you know, first of all, hundred dollars, no, hundred dollars is way too much. Yeah, a good price point, I would say maybe seventy max. I think they should charge what Nintendo charges for the Super One. So if Nintendo charge eighty for that, I think I think they could charge eighty. But uh but this game list definitely isn't worth you know, like if it had much better games and you you know, even with all collections you're gonna have a stinker or two on there. Like there's just Yeah, well, that's all but, but there's a lot of stinkers on this. Thing. You can use that version. PlayStation. I really feel like the original PlayStation is one of my favorite systems, and I'm not even gonna buy this thing. That's how bad the you know this collection is. I'm not gonna even buy it. They like, yeah. I'm just not. Hundred dollars isn't the reason. It's just what's on there is literally nothing. You know, there are classics, but it's just not enough to justify having the the thing. Even even you know. If it was like fifty dollars, yeah, then I'd probably do it, even with the selection of games. But at this point, no, no way. So I think it's bad. I think they they dropped they dropped the ball. They they really did. They they. But I feel like they don't care because this is. I feel like they could have made it much better, and they just didn't. Mm-hmm. Like some some of the choices are very glaringly. Now, like you said, will they release a second one with a Dual Shock or you know? Uh, maybe, you know, they might, they might re, they might let this bunch sell out and then have like a next gen one, like, maybe it'll look like the PlayStation 1, you know, the, the white one, the small, maybe they'll release that with a dual shock and then they'll throw, they can still throw 20 new games on there and it'll be better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's how much well, good I, games I, are on. So. I heard a theory online that they, you know, this was pretty much a last minute, you know, uh, collection put together. So a lot of, it's possibly a lot of licensing deals. Right. Wasn't yeah. finalized. They probably or, rushed it. You're right. They probably rushed it. I think that's probably why they only they only announced five games because they probably really didn't have the other 15 games mm-hmm. ready to go. And so they said, uh, well, let's see what 15 games we can get easily. Still, some of those choices, like Twisted Metal 2, like you couldn't get that or Gran Turismo you can like so there's some confusion uh, no we won't know but I think we, we... Know, but I think I, I, I feel confident that they, you know if this if this does well because it's a possibility that this might be a big stinker this I think it's not going to do well I, I hope it doesn't yeah. do well because it's not a lot of people looking around kind of like nah you know no why there's no point <laughs> I, I have not heard anybody, I've not heard anybody really down to get this like they were when the Nintendo, like people are not gonna line up when this comes out, like they were, and it's gonna sell out. Oh, yeah. The way the Nintendo ones did. If they had the right games, I think they could have had a real win. Oh my god, I would with, be like, day one. And, and that price for the select, for, for this collection, I gotta give this an easy pass. Yeah. Man, I'm sorry, I gotta, I gotta give it a thumbs down. $20 cheaper, much better games would have been instant sell for me. Much better games at a hundred, I'd still buy it. But the the game collection, I mean, literally, there's probably five games on there that's worth playing. So anyway, let's move on to that other nugget of news. We're at fifty five minutes, by the way. All right, uh, keep going. All right, uh, let me see. All right, so uh, according to Kotaku, uh, Reggie Fizame, uh was said uh was asked about the N60 the possibility of an N64 classic. Yes, uh, so he said uh you know paraphrasing he said 
Uh, I guess the writer, let me just get his name to kind of give him a shout out. Steven Totilo. Uh, I say it right? I don't know. Totilo. Okay. So, Steven Totilo, uh, asked, would you roll out an N64 classic coming? And Reggie Fizeme said, I would never, ever rule something out. But what I can tell you is, they're definitely not working on it. And our planning horizon. So, now, that's kind of disappointing, especially if you were, you know, especially after coming from the NES Classic, SNES Classic. Um, my take on it, and here's what I gotta say, I think the, one of the reasons why N64 Classic may not come out, besides some of the practical stuff that we'll probably get into a little bit later on, is some of their best games was created by, uh, Rare, who are, who are now signed to Microsoft. So I believe, let me see, um, Nintendo would probably have to try to license some of those games again. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I mean, maybe aside from Donkey, like Donkey Kong 64 is probably owned by Nintendo, but you know, some of the games that probably would be on there will no, can no longer be there. Nobody uh, wants your Jeff West Gemini. <laughs> well, I was gonna say if they did come out with one, it should be on that list. Ugh. But you know, I think I don't know who owns that. I think maybe Rare owns that. So, but, um, uh, so go ahead. So actually, no. What, what I wanted to ask you. Was, what do you think about this? And if you could make a Nintendo 64 classic, what are some of the games you would put on there? Alright, so, I think actually, I read into the article, um, what Reggie stated is that part of the reason the NES classic and SNES classic came out was actually financially to bridge the gap between the Wii U, which wasn't doing too well, and the, mm-hmm. and the Switch. So now that the Switch is out, and and the Nintendo Online thing is going there, they kind of see it being not, you know, necessarily the best business decision to release it. Not that it wouldn't make money, because we know it would, but they just said like, you know, we we will if you want N sixty four games, we we got you here, you know. Now and they got you know it was a it was a gap between that systems those systems. Um, I believe that's partially time too. They didn't come up with, uh, well, they haven't announced a virtual console for the No, Switch. but you can play, but you, you know, they are releasing classic games on there now, right? So, like, for instance, people, you know, don't hold out for different kind of SNES classics and stuff because it's not coming, right? Like, they, mm-hmm. so, I think they'll eventually graduate the Switch games up to, you know, maybe not a virtual console, but whatever. You know, they have some new whatever. I'm not good. Switch online is yet because I heard not great things about it, but um, but the end. Here's another thing I think I actually honestly think that it would be a it would it would be a it would be expensive. I think the N64 Classic would be a little bit more expensive, uh, primarily because the big thing about this is the authenticity of playing it, and one of the authenticities of playing with N64 are those big gigantic controllers. And controllers aren't cheap. I don't like that's they're one of the most you know, so I think for them to reproduction reproduce those with those analog sticks and then, you know, if they throw you know, they gotta be careful which Mario Party game they're gonna put on there because people gonna burn their hands again, like, you know <laughs> So so I think they're looking at all this and like you said too, another thing is the licensing things, they can't have you know, they're not golden eyes gonna be tough to get on there or they might not you know what I mean? Golden Eye and Perfect Dark and a lot of rareware yeah, yeah. games. Yeah, those two games, which 
you know, like if you couldn't get GoldenEye 007, that's understandable. Licensing will be hell for that but game. His, but then you can replace it with Perfect Dark. But now you can't even get Perfect Dark. But and so here's it's like, and here's another thing though. Part of the N64's appeal, and it, I know there are kids out there that couch co-op, but that's a big thing, right? And part of the biggest appeal of N64 was it being four players. So yes. then are they going to release controllers and then, the, you know, that, that how many controls they put in? You know, I think there's a lot that goes into it. Connecting four controllers means connecting four ports, which makes the thing more expensive to produce. So... You know, we're talking minimum, if they put that out, it'd probably be $100, which already, you know, for you is kind of a limit. So, uh, then another thing too is, you know, like similar, the NES and SNES games age pretty good. You know, these N64 games, <laughs> a lot of them don't age as good. So, exactly. they, so Nintendo. First trying to get their hands. On 3D and... And just, there's a very limited, yeah, there's just, the S64 was very limited in some of the stuff it could do, sound chip and stuff, because, you know, the sounds weren't created, they were like, you had to put the sound in the cartridges, like, they weren't from the N64. You also didn't have the the advantage of, like, CD memory and stuff, you couldn't have cutscenes, and, the you know, games had to be compressed if they were ported. Um, So, I, I just think that the it was a lot of work that they're kind of like we you know we're we're fine with that like maybe in another few years you know they they I see it coming I just don't see it coming now now what games would I put on there uh N64 is weird cuz I think it's I I think it's a little overrated but I I think cuz it has a lot of classics and great games and you know I think the top, I think Nintendo systems top, you know, to put 20 games on it is much easier because you just know you're going to put a lot of Nintendo games on there. Um, and N64 didn't have the, a lot of other, you know, besides Rare and stuff, but to me it didn't have so many. It didn't have a lot of third parties. Definitely had three RPGs I can think of. Mm-hmm. So I already didn't I mean, appreciate that. You know, with, with me growing up, um, you you like, had like, it. So. Like I said, yeah, like, like I mentioned before, I had it like, too. Uh, but go ahead. You know, I grew, I took, I grew up with the N sixty four in a way, and um, you know, a lot of the games. Wait, though some of them are rocked. It. Wait, so before we get to the games, here, let's make a little game out of it. You can't name a Nintendo game or a Rare game if you're gonna put it on there. Because we let's we know Fox, we know Star Fox, we know Super Mario, we know what's gonna be on there yeah, if they yeah, had to yeah, put it. So name if you put some games on there. If they're an obscure Nintendo game that you think might, then okay. But for the most part, try to keep away from the Nintendo. What games would you put on your N sixty four? Alright. So if I had a chance to put a game on a Nintendo sixty four classic list without naming the obvious first party and second party. Uh-huh. Number one, it would be Resident Evil 2. Okay. Resident Evil 2, well, that was a damn, that was a, a, a an accomplishment back in the day. Right, because the, the all fit. Of that data, the cartridge. Right. Those, I mean, a lot of it was compressed. A lot of the cutscenes were compressed. Oh, yeah. But the fact that you, you had it in the cartridge and the game was intact. I think that's a good choice. Like, yeah, that's, it was definitely, um, you know, uh, great choice. Um, I would say, Here's the thing, and this is a licensing issue, but if they could, if there's a possibility that they could work it out, uh-huh. I would say one of the WWF games, 
because Nintendo 64 was was one of the best, right? Uh, one of the best wrestling games on the consoles in that generation. I agree. Okay. And, you know, I had um WCW and um at WCW versus NWO at Revenge, and later on I got uh WWF uh, No Mercy, which I think was hailed as one of the best ones, mm-hmm. and it, it really was some of the best wrestling mechanics and systems you can find on any console. So definitely. You know, uh, wrestling game could go there, but because of licensing issues, more than likely it'll never be on there. So unfortunately, you know, we'd have to put an asterisk on that. Um, let me see what else. After that, um, let me see. What was... Uh... Oh, that reminds me. Thorak. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Uh, actually, you know what? Torque, actually, Torque would be one of those games that you put on there that would be like one of those games where it'd be like, uh, you know, it's, it'll be fun to kind of try out and you get kind of tired of it. Because I will say, Torque was alright because at the time it had some really good graphics. Uh-huh. And it was, you know, it, it was, it, it was kind of a, I wouldn't say it's not open world, but the, 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 the areas were very large. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, the graphics looked good. The shooting was felt satisfying. I just felt like the game, you know, um, was just, um, you know, after you kind of get over the the graphics and everything, you know, it, it kind of kind of gets kind of boring a little bit. Right. But um, I think I, I'll, I'll probably put that in the game just as one of the throwaway games where it's like, okay. Because it did really push the game. I don't know if it pushed the system to its limits, but it really did show off um, some of this graphics capability. So okay. I would say Torah because, you know, I I, uh, I had, I had enjoyment with that game. Um, what else? Um... Are you running dry? You sound like you're running dry. I'm not running dry. I'm just, I just gotta remember some of these games. Um, oh, I look back at my collection. Oh, but not uh, that let's... memorable, huh? No, no, I wouldn't say that. Okay. Um, let me see. I already got like three uh, or four games I can think of. Let me see if I can uh, remember anything. This is live air not, time. Not, not, <laughs> not, not a Nintendo game, right? Right. So, yeah, have Nintendo in it. How about this? What I think, I don't think it's launch title, but I think it came out in the same year. Bomber Doesn't have Man. to be launch. Okay. okay. Bomberman 64, I think. I played a little bit of that, you know, back in the day. Uh, I think that was pretty. It was alright. It was Bomberman. Um, I don't know much about it, but I think it was definitely, definitely, uh, uh, Marquee 64 games. Okay. No rare. Nintendo. Can I, can I go? No. Okay. Uh, I'm sure, I'm sure, go ahead. I, I know. Are we, are you done? Or? <laughs> um, I'm thinking, I just. You see how quick we throw the PlayStation games and how hard it is to do that 64 games? I mean, you know what it does? It, it does prove your point that PlayStation had a hell of a lot, hell, hell of a lot of Party yeah, and then 64 really did. 64 was pretty much Nintendo. And, and some other games. Now, let me get to some of these other games that, uh, I did play a lot of these games. I liked them. Uh, I got five games for you. Maybe six. You ready? Alright. Might be a licensing thing. Not sure. But the two Star Wars games, uh, episode, uh, episode one racer was really good. Yeah. Now, Shadow of the Empire is not really that good, actually, but I think it was, and then, like, that was one of the first games I had on N64, and it was definitely, like, 
wow, this game's cool, and this thing, you know, it was fun to play. It's it's probably really outdated with its bad controls, and it's probably not that great, but I think that would be, like, one of those throwaway games that you could definitely have. Uh, but if you had to include one... Oh, actually, let me say this. I'd take Racer and then Rogue Squadron. So, I'd put those two. Star Wars Episode One Racer and Rogue Squadron. Oh, good. Right, so... Uh, I don't... If I, if I recall correctly, I don't think Rogue Squadron used the uh, 64. Uh, you know how to increase the graphics using the, what do you call it? Expansion pack? Um, expansion pack. Yeah. I don't think Rogue Squadron used it. No. But it didn't. The graphics in that game looked incredible. For the time. Light. For the time. Oh, of course, for the time. All right. Um, but it, it was really great and uh, it felt good. Um, I didn't really know, at the time, I didn't know much about Star Wars because I, yeah. I didn't really watch Star Wars movies, but I still had a great time. Playing those games, right? Um, yeah, Star Wars had some good so, games back in the day. Those are two games yeah. we can choose. Um, mm-hmm. Another game that's maybe used to—I think it used to sell for a lot. I have a copy of it in my basement. Is a Ogre Battle '64. Uh, it's this yeah, strategy okay. game. It's a strategy game in the Ogre Battle series. Uh, I didn't get too far in it, but it looked pretty good. It looked pretty—you uh, know—it was the closest thing, probably best RPG on the system, minus Paper Mario, I guess, but. Uh, yeah, so Ogre Battle 64, uh, my next game is one of the first games I had for N64, which was Mischief Makers. Mischief Makers, which I don't know if you've ever played or heard of, but... I, I played of it, and I remember the game, and I remember initially not liking it, Oh, I had, I had got, I had bought a second-hand copy, right. and I was playing it, and I was just like, oh man, I, you know, I well, just, you're stupid. Cause Mr. Makers, <laughs> Mr. Makers is great. Um, it was different because it wasn't just a standard, it was 2D, which was like maybe turn some people off in that era, cause everything was 3D at this time, starting to move to 3D, especially on N64. Yeah. It was 2D, and it was very different because you didn't have like a straight up an attack, like jumping on something. You had to grab things and shake them or throw them. But I think it was creatively used in some boss battles and certain levels and stages. And it was, you know, it's made by the same people that made, like, uh, Gunstar Heroes. It was Treasure. So, you know, they, they have a very specific kind of art style. And they have, they, they, they to me, appreciate gunplay, similar to, like, didn't they make Sin and Punishment? Was that them, Treasure? I was just about to mention that. So That's probably be like another yeah. game we could throw but, in there, right? But, but, but here's the thing. It, I mean, you can still throw it in there, but I know initially it wasn't released on the 64. Neither was Star Fox 2, and they put that in the well, Super well, Nintendo I, one. So. I just, I, I, well, of course. So you I'm can saying, make, I think... I want to preface that by saying that, and also saying that they did release it later on. Right, so to me, there's no reason they wouldn't, like if they could. You know, it'd just yeah, be a course, choice yeah. thing. Um, yeah, it was pretty much... Already uh, translated, so right. So, Mister Makers, I would put on there. Um, I think I have two more. Uh, this one's a little fun one for me. Uh, Snowboard Kids. <laughs> I don't know if you ever played that. Yeah, um, I've heard of it. I think Snowboard Kids was one of the fun and fun racer games that we've played. Uh, I used to play with all my friends. Yeah, I know it had a sequel, which I didn't like so much, Snowboard Kids Two, but. The original Snowboard Kids, I really enjoy it quite a bit. Um, last but not least, Mystical Ninja, starring Goemon. That game was really fun for me because I didn't know what I was getting into when I rented it. But I rented it, and it turned out to be, to me, it was a 
not as high quality, nowhere near, but it was very Zelda-like. So you had this huge 3D world to explore, towns to go in, and dungeons and stuff. You had four playable characters that played differently that you had to switch in between to get things done. The graphics were nice at the time. It was very fun to play. Um, it had these huge robot battles in it, too. So, like, it was unexpectedly... You know, back then you just had to pick a game based on its box art, right? Like, you couldn't really guess how the game was. And that game was really good. So... Uh, uh, so that's about all games, games I got. Some games I would add to that list as well are games I haven't played, but I really wanted to, but these games are so hard to find. Mm. So I have two. There's one called uh, Space uh, Space Station Silicon Valley. Uh, it's actually made by the guys, uh, Take Two Interactive, mm-hmm. uh, DMA Design. Um, I think, yeah, they, they, you know, became Rockstar after that. Mm-hmm. Um Rockstar's old name, so they made that game for the 64. And um, I was trying to look for that game, but it became incredibly hard to find. Um, from what I remember, I remember that, that game was a, a, you play like an alien or something, and then you can go into different animals, mm-hmm. complete different missions depending on uh, which animal you use. Um, it's a platformer, mm-hmm. and it was um, you know, it's a game that I would love to play. And it's, like, it's, like I said, because it's hard to find, I think it would make it have a great place in the uh, N64 collection. For some reason, I feel like that would have a zero chance of getting on there. But I, I agree with you. Oh yeah, license issues, of course. They're not even, yeah, just I, and I, yeah, I feel like they, yeah, yeah. But okay. But uh, another game, um, made by the guys, uh, Sucker Punch, they're responsible for like. Um, Are you gonna talk about that Blast Corpse or something? No, that's made by Rare. So you said no Rare games. Oh, I didn't even know Rare made that. Yeah. Um, what is it called? Rocket Robot on Wheels. Oh. Okay, we're um, we're reaching here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it's one of those games. Might as well throw Glover on there too, right? And all this other stuff. Why not? <laughs> I'm joking. Um, I, I guess you know it's just kind of wishful thinking, you know, to get you know finally play games that I didn't get a chance to play, and I think you know it'd probably make a nice, you know, small all right. nice collection. But um, but all like right. you said before, a lot of these games are just mo- if the collection were to exist. We know it would be if it were to exist and. Barring any licensing issues with Rare, mm-hmm. it would definitely be Nintendo games, Rare games, and then a couple of third parties, easy third parties uh, that they could get. Um, it's just so crazy and, how easily they could fill it up with just their own games. <laughs> hey, they, they put in the work. I mean, I mean, I, this... you know, we can we can be here all day just naming them all, but definitely Nintendo. Yeah. That's why I figured it'd be quicker just to name non-Nintendo ones. All right, so are we good? Are we done? Well, you have any you have any final thoughts on the whole? The PlayStation sucks. The PlayStation Classic sucks. That's my final thought. It's garbage. Don't buy it. Don't don't give Sony your money because maybe they'll stop and release it with better games. Because this some of it is inexcusable. Like you said, it does feel like a rush job. So don't be fooled. Don't get that shit. Um, like a. The co sign what you said. Uh, nay on PlayStation Classic, and uh, in terms of not getting an N64 Classic, I understand. You know, it makes sense, and I definitely feel like you know, hopefully Nintendo will remake the Virtual Console, which I think they will. They still want to announce it, yeah. make any promises, but I think one day they'll surprise everybody and say, "Here you go." You know, so I think that's Nintendo's, you know, trump trump right. card to kind of always surprise their fans. But we'll definitely see these games, maybe not on a console by itself, but definitely 
within a Switch, which, you know, has better controls and can em- at least, I guess, emulate some of the N64 controllers much better than having, you know, to, having to re-release, having to recreate the N64 controller, which, you know, I don't think they want to go through that to, you know, make that a huge controller. Right. And then all the parts in it and everything, I think it's much easier to recreate something as simple as the NES controller, SNES controller, than something like the so here's my parting note right you ready for this you could go online and purchase a playstation 3 for about 80 bucks on amazon a used one and then just download a bunch of better games you know you can download about 10 games and you know come up to like 110 dollars with tax if you do that and you'd have a better collection than the playstation classic so just Listen, don't don't say that out loud. Just don't Listen, do it. They're gonna snatch all the PS one games out of there. <laughs> yeah, just just don't. Right. Like the, half of those games are available and the better games are available. You know just don't you do it if you don't have a PlayStation. You're better off buying a PS PSP Go and downloading PS one classics on that one. Yeah. And have it on the go. <laughs> you you're right. There's just so many better options. <laughs> That's what you know. That's what they should have done. I'm pretty sure they have a stock of PSP Go out there that they want to get rid of. Well, they probably it's probably long gone now. But if they did, you know, they holy could hell, the PSP smart. PSP Go is not cheap, bro. Well, it's probably right now. It, it was genius. It was really cool because it's about a hundred. And, the cheapest one is a hundred and thirty, but somebody is selling it for like seven hundred and seven dollars new. Like, get out of here. Buy a Vita at that point. You can still buy a Vita and get away with it. Probably Vitas are still like two hundred though. So oh yeah, they are. Vitas, PSP, they, they, I guess because of rest in peace, Vita. Yeah, yeah. I kind of want one to be honest, but I still want one too. I don't know why, but I'm very fascinated. I see one for a hundred hardware. Yeah, I just kind of want it because I want a PlayStation. (laughs) I still have a lot of PlayStation games I bought that I want to play anyway all right let's end this up man all right so the moral of the story is buy a either a playstation psp go or play playstation vita download the games it's not it's not the moral the moral story is just stay away from that shit stay away from that classic (laughs) that's the moral story all right so well this is the eight-bit generation uh thank you guys for listening and um again signing off is steve with my co-host Thorough. Uh, yeah, and be sure to like us on Facebook and all those platforms and Twitter, blah 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 blah. Oh, let's do let's do the whole YouTube thing. Uh, don't forget to like, subscribe. All right, I'm cutting this short. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> We're out of here. Peace. Peace.